Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Rineker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast. Coming to you virtually, live, on YouTube. Uh, Browns have a big game this week, still out on the West Coast, full still Rams. We're going to give you our thoughts on the matchup, just kind of where the Browns are sitting right now. Uh, maybe a little bit about the quarterback situation, uh, who we think gives us the best chance to win this week. Uh, before we dive into everything, though, uh, remember, if you want to get your voicemails on the show, head to thedogspodcast.com to leave voicemail. I know we have at least one voicemail to get to tonight from our guy, Kenny Mack. Uh, you can find us on all the socials, Twitter, TikTok, uh, Facebook, Instagram. If you're watching on YouTube and you haven't subscribed yet, please do so. Uh, make sure you tap the notification bell. Make sure you like the episode. You don't want to miss any of the new content. Uh, all the uh, subscriptions we get, all the likes we get, it really helps the show. So help us out. Make sure you like and subscribe. Uh, you can also find us on Apple, Spotify, and Google if you prefer to just listen to the podcast. Uh, I was brainstorming the other day about how this is very much a video-centric podcast, and maybe it's not fair to some of the people who just listen. So in my brain, I will try to also to think about it in terms of an audio podcast. I can't make any promises that I'm going to do a great job, but just know that you audio people only, I, I haven't forgot about you. I do think about you. Uh, and we appreciate you guys listening on your way to work or wherever it is you guys are going. Uh, if you're looking for more dogs content, head to jointhedogs.com. Become a dog pack member. You get uh, an extra episode every week. Lately, for these uh, extra episodes, we've been going live before our hour uh posting shows we go live for about an hour in the discord so if you're in the dog pack and you're in the private discord basically you're a part of these episodes you're talking to us giving us your thoughts on the game it's like a uh cleveland browns live post game call-in show only you actually get to talk to the the hosts for an hour uh say whatever's on your mind about the team so it's a good time for everybody um, the after hours episodes in the off season are always a lot of fun. We're always getting guys input. We each play fantasy football with us. We got four leagues going on, plus a dynasty league. Uh, it's just a good time. Browns fans from all over the world, Browns backer presidents, guys out in, in, on the other side of the pond. So if you want to hang out with us, you want to get to know a lot of great people, a lot of great Browns fans from literally all over, uh, head to jointhedogs.com to become a dog pack member. So Thursday night. Heading into and heading into the weekend, Browns got a big matchup with the the Los Angeles Rams. It on it, it my favorite stadium outside Cleveland Browns Stadium in the NFL. I would say my top three stadiums are Cleveland Browns, SoFi, and then I really like the Death Star out in Vegas. Like bucket list for me is to watch the Browns play at these two places. So uh, cool place to go play. Browns have been out in LA all week training in East LA. Uh, just staying, I think that helps a ton. By the way, I think a big part of going out west is dealing with the time change and all that good stuff. So I think just staying out there between games, just acclimating yourself to the time out there, not having to travel, and I think that helps a lot. Um, so hopefully we come out with a little bit more juice this game. I feel like in that Denver game, we are just flat. Like, uh, there's been lots of – everybody's talking about play, calling, and this. We just didn't like a good football team that game. Like, that was, to me, I, I, I didn't do the, uh, the post-game show this week. But um, to me, we just look flat. And because I feel like like we're a good team, we were able to like chug away at it and chip away at it over time. But eventually, I mean, ETR going out was just a straw that broke the camel's back. Like you can't come out flat and expect to beat a team that's on a five game win streak or four game win streak, whatever it was. Um, so hopefully, this helps us come out a little quicker out the gate. 
not be so slow, not be so sluggish. Um, we were talking about this before we came on, though. It's kind of it kind of is a pain that the Rams at five and six are still very much in the playoff hunt uh, in the NFC. Um, and they got a couple guys like Tyron Williams just came back. He just had a crazy game last week. Um, excuse me. It's um, it's one of those things where because they're in the NFC, I believe if they beat us this week and another NFC team loses, I forget who it is, but they're then they, they claim a playoff spot. So they're gonna come out. They're gonna come out and play hard. You know, Sean McVay coach team's gonna play play hard. He's a good coach. Um, so I look for this to be. It's gonna be a tough game. I think the Browns open to like four and a half point underdogs. They opened at four and a half. The line has moved to three and a half now. Do you think that's Joe Flacco? I kind of do. I kind of do just because when the, when a line moves, you know, a point or more like that, and that's really the only change that's, you know, anticipated, I guess, that it's probably the Joe Flacco effect. So so Vegas thinks Joe Flacco is worth a point. So that's, that's I guess that's good for the Browns. Um, I guess... You guys kind of talked about it a little bit. Where DTR obviously in the concussion protocol. I, I I doubt he even clears concussion protocol. Like very few people ever do in a week. Um, and then even if he does, do you want to start the guy? It's not like he's your your five year veteran who doesn't need the practice reps. This guy is, um, you know, he's a fifth round rookie. We'd be making his third start to bring him in on the road again with no. Re- I just it just doesn't make much sense to me. I would roll with Flacco. Um, I know you guys kind of talked about it last week a little bit. Who do you who do you want to see if they're both healthy in two weeks? Who do you think should play quarterback for the Browns down the stretch? Who wants to go first? <laughs> go for it, Justin. I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead. I'll take it. I so I'm kind of I'm I'm almost a little excited to see Flacco, um, just to see what he still has. I mean, last time I saw him play uh, live. Uh, watched a miraculous comeback uh, in Cleveland Brown Stadium, uh, led by him, which was awful. Um, my, I think my biggest concern you, you've heard all week. He make all the throws. He's got you know, Alex uh, AVP saying that he's got a you know a great arm, can do everything. I have uh, concerns about just mobility and with our line. I guess that that's the only thing I have um, going into this game. I'm curious to see what happens. Um, I think he's definitely, you know, he's a chiseled veteran. He knows, he knows the game really well. I mean, he's thirty-eight. I just that's my only thing. I, I gotta hope that the ball comes out quick. Yeah, they, I was seeing some stuff from practice, and of course, you know, coach speak. They're gonna say all the great things, but you know, Van Pelt saying, you know, he still has a strong arm. You know, he can still make the throws. Um, now, whether that's totally true or they're just trying to kind of hype him up a little bit because they know he has to start this week you know take it for what you will but I do think he gives us the best opportunity this week for sure I know Blake we can talk about down the stretch but I mean even if they clear DTR tomorrow I think it's Joe Flacco needs to start because DTR has missed all week of practice so far and they're not clearing him tomorrow so let's not if he gets cleared it's going to be like late Saturday is probably the earliest it could possibly happen and like you said, you don't want the guy who didn't take reps all week when he's a fifth-round rookie and he's looked okay, but up and down for the most part. He didn't. He didn't clear today. The right. I think it was the second stage or whatever the five-step you know process. They said he basically was just like a limited watcher at practice. He didn't practice, so I mean uh, that's concerning. Last time we saw him with no practice was the Baltimore game. 
I think we all kind of remember how that went. Uh, not great. So, I um, for me, I, I just and I, I think he's going to get a shot this week. But even if DTR wasn't hurt, to me, in down the stretch, I just think Joe Flacco opens up the offense more. It, and I know he's got the limited mobility, so we're going to lose like designed quarterback runs. But let's be honest, we don't do that much anyway. Do it for like what one or two a game, maybe. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, and it's not like he was running around extended a ton of plays. I mean, he did a little bit, but it's not. He wasn't Deshaun back there running around extended plays. Um, I just think from the get, every team so far the DTRs played eight man box right off the rip, eight nine man box. They're going to make DTR throw to beat you. And even though I don't even think he was playing that bad in the Denver game, we had another a, a ton of drops again. But he wasn't playing that awful, like to make me be like, this guy should never be out of the football field. I just think the fact that Joe Flacco, I think his downfield passing will be better. He's still got a he's still got a big arm. He can still push the ball down the field. I just think the fact that he's not a fifth round rookie making his third start. I think the fact that he's played a ton of football, went on a Super Bowl run, won a Super Bowl. Defenses will respect that more early. And from the get-go in the game, I think more of the playbook is available early in games uh, where we can be more balanced early. But not to try to say anything up, I think the defense has to respect that more. I think he'll make quicker reads, um, get the ball out quick, all that good stuff. So I, I think I was telling this in the Discord. I could be wrong. It could be straight ball to water. They somehow, you know, but I just think it's – I at least think it's worth the look. Like, I just think, like, you got to give him – you went out and got him, and I just think his experience, I don't think you can undersell that experience. Um, and just the fact that he throws he throws a way more catchable ball. Also, like, I'm not putting the drops on DTR, like, but if I had to if I had to split blame, I, I would say it's 99% on the receivers. They got to adjust and catch the football. But throwing with touch and throwing a catchable ball is a skill. Like, you hear people... Today, he throws a very catchable ball. He has very good touch. Um, DTR just he doesn't throw a very catchable ball right now. It's all one speed, just hundred mile per hour fastball. And I think you're seeing guys have trouble adjust. Again, they're professional athletes and they're professional wide receivers, and I expect them to make the adjustment and catch the ball. But at the same time, that is a nice skill to have for your quarterback. You know, to be able to throw some touch, put a little, throw a catchable ball. So. Um, like I said, I, I, I put it 99% on the receiver's got to adjust. If you got to turn the Jones machine up to 100 and stay, stay two hours after practice, then do it. But at the same time, if we can get a guy in there who can push the ball downfield, throw some layups out there, give you some easy catches, like I think that goes a long way uh, in helping the offense. So I, I would roll with Flacco. Um, and if it's, if it's just obvious, if it becomes obvious that he can't do it, I mean, let's be real. What do we, what do we really expect from this team? You know, I bet like it sounds kind of crazy that we're putting a, a, a lot of open faith into a guy that was sitting on the couch two weeks ago, but that's where we're at, unfortunately, with the injuries. And do I think we can still make the playoffs, even if we have to roll with DTR? Yes. But with Joe Flacco, if he plays well going on the stretch, I think with this defense, we can steal a game in the playoffs. Do I know if we can steal with DTR? I, I don't know. I really, I don't know. So. I would roll with Joe Flacco. That's that's just my my thinking. At least see what you got at him. I think this week gives you the perfect opportunity uh, to do so. DTR's hurt, so you can't have people clamoring for him to play. Uh, and we're going up against the defense. Justin, I think you said it's 
ranked thirtieth in the league right now. Yeah. Yep. So we're not we're not throwing him out there against the Steelers or the Ravens. Um, you know what I mean? Like he's getting I'm not gonna call him a layup. They still have Aaron Donald. Uh the guy can still play football at a high level. They're still gonna be well coached, but this is a way better game to get your first start in than the Baltimore Ravens. So uh or the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um so I I would go with Flacco and see where it goes. Uh, Josh, why we're why I saw the comment, why don't you show people your shirt? We had well, somebody I said say that, that I was actually shirts. Yep. So there's the shirt. Let me try to Cleveland read what it says. Whatever it effing <laughs> takes. Yeah, head over to the dogspodcast.com slash shop and get yours. Now I know it says Black Friday, Cyber Monday sale on there. I don't think they're running that anymore, but I do think the t shirts still start around sixteen dollars. So not bad. It's a sweet shirt. Super comfortable. I'm pretty happy with it. We don't I feel like we don't advertise that we have a merch shop very often. We don't. All the time we do is when we have something cool. But I think this shirt's really awesome and that uh the Brownie the podcasting shirt's pretty cool. So if you guys want to pick up a, a pretty sweet Cleveland football shirt, check that out. Um so moving into this Rams preview. Um I think it's a tough game for the Browns. Rams come in at five and six. Uh Matthew Stafford, I think I think this game's on the defense. I know, again, there isn't a game the rest of this season where I expect much of anything out of the offense. Like if I think if we can get twenty points out of the offense, you got to be hang your hat on that. Like that, that's kind of where I'm at with the offense right now. Unless Joe Flacco really surprises us, um, but Matthew Stafford can still sling it. He could come out and throw for three hundred, or he could come out and throw for three picks. Uh, I think we got to pressure him, and we got to limit Kyron Williams. We can't let this guy. If if they get to limit third and short, or they're running the ball down our throats like Denver was, and then we can let Matt Stafford uh, live and play action. That's tough on the defense. That's going to be tough. If we can shut the run down, make them one dimensional. Matthew Stafford, is, I'm not going like to necessarily call him a statue, but he's not running around very much. Better. Uh, he's getting old. He's been beat up the last couple of years since their Super Bowl run. Um, I think this is you know, get stop the run. Don't let them just live in short short distance. Keep them behind the chains. And I think you can force Matthew Stafford into some bad decisions, and I think that's the recipe for success in this game. Yeah, I think he's got something like he's only got like thirteen touchdowns to nine interceptions. I think on the season, it's not. His numbers aren't very good, but I got the stat on the screen here. Kyron Williams, this is this is the matchup that does concern me with the way we have not been playing very good run defense as of late. We have surrendered 122.4 yards per game in our away games this season and 149 yards per game on the ground, just on the ground over the last three games. So, you know, Kyron Williams just came back last week. He torched the Cardinals, which the Cardinals suck, but it was his first game back. He's healthy. He's averaging 85.6 rush yards a game, 23.7 receiving yards, over 100 total yards a game this season, nine total touchdowns. I mean, this guy, he's the guy I'm worried about on offense for the Rams. I'm I'm with you, buddy. I'm, I'm also concerned. I also have concerns that if Denzel Ward doesn't play, which uh. it looks like he's not going to play, they also have uh, receivers that are very good. Uh, Cooper Cup, uh, Puka. Um, Tutu. I sounds like I'm making up crazy names, but you know, <laughs> real names that are receivers on the Rams, and they're all very, very talented. And um, we kind of talked about it. I don't even know if we brought it up on the show last week, but um, 
not having Ward out there, man, that that was tough. Newsom looked very, very, very overwhelmed and underwhelming. It, it was very hard to watch. Um, so I like for me, as if we're talking about their offense, that's a concern for me rolling rolling forward. Um, Emerson, I think he can step in and and be awesome out. Mike Ford Jr., I think he's awesome. Uh, but I mean, this is a talented, talented wide receiver group. This episode is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. Browns fans, you've heard me talking about Omaha Steaks for like three years now. And seriously, the only reason that I, I keep doing it is because I love Omaha Steaks. That's the reason I reached out to Omaha Steaks to establish a partnership in the first place. The, this food is absolutely extraordinary. It comes at a really really great price. I mean, think about the price you're paying for meats and all kinds of foods right now. The price you pay for the quality you get at Omaha Steaks cannot be matched, beat anything anywhere. And this holiday season, Omaha Steaks is the absolute perfect gift to get all the loved ones in your life. For me, it just makes Christmas shopping and getting people gifts that much easier. What do you get for people that, one, you don't really know what they want, you don't really know what they need, and they pretty much have everything they need anyway. People can always use meat. They can always use food. Get them Omaha Steaks gift packs. They throw it in the freezer and it's the gift that just keeps on giving. Go to omahasteaks.com and save 50% off site-wide. Plus, when you use our promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, when you check out, you get an additional $30 off your order. Send the loved ones in your life, the tender, juicy butcher's cut filet mignons, the mouth-watering burgers, the gourmet jumbo franks, or even those easy-to-prepare meals that are ready in a flash. So get this offer now while it lasts this holiday season. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away. So visit omahasteaks.com. Take advantage of 50% off site-wide plus use promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, when you check out to get that extra $30 off your order. Happy holidays, everybody, and Merry Christmas. Minimum order may be required. John, do you want to get in here? You haven't said anything yet. Uh, dude, I, uh, yeah, I do. I really do. <laughs> do it. Um, no, I, I just really agree with what Justin just said, uh, without, um, I've been worried about Ward not playing too for the exact same reason. Uh, I'm worried about giving up those, uh, really big chunk of plays, especially if we end up, uh, giving up run plays early, stack the box. Uh, I think we're going to leave it wide open for Cooper cup to have a really good day or any other receivers really. So that's something to watch out for something I'm a little worried about. Um, we kind of talk. I mean, our de- I feel like our defense gets a pass. We can give up thirty five points, and the next day everyone's talking about, "Oh, well, our defense is still great." You know, we should have scored more than thirty five points with our backup quarterback, and I don't really think that's fair. But uh, our defense has holes, though, and we've shown that throughout the year. That you know, especially those big plays, you know, we'll give up a, a big play every once in a while, and they got kind of the perfect talent to do to uh do that to us yeah but so did the Bengals week one and i know it was a weather game but i just keep thinking back to you know they've got the the trio of really good wide receivers they've got the great running back all this and that and a great quarterback and you know stafford can't move around or do the things that joe burrow can right now at his age and i feel like this could be that bounce back game for the defense where we come out of this game going okay we we, we bounce back in a big way and, and shut them down we're a lot week one though. A lot this is true here. Um I, I I hope you're right. And and I'm not gonna doubt the defense. They've they've earned my trust. I like John said we've given up a couple big plays this year. 
But I think we kind of knew that with a Jim Schwartz defense coming in. Like, if, he, if you've been paying any attention, his defenses are great, statistically top 10, but on, they're susceptible to giving up the occasional big play because of the aggressive nature of the defense. Yeah. Um, so you just kind of have, I mean, you just kind of you try your best to limit it. So this would be a great game to, to limit that. This would be a good game to not give up the big play. I think what's really hurt the Browns in the run game the last couple of weeks is missing Anthony Walker. Yes, uh, I yeah, agree. Completely J-O-K agree. J.O.K. played really well. He, in a loss, J.O.K. played insane against Denver. Mm-hmm. Um, but this wide nine technique that, that we run with Jim Schwartz, you know, these guys real wide on the edge, it's to keep, basically, it's essentially to keep contained and, and force everything into the, the teeth of the defense. Well, now we're essentially forcing everything into a backup linebacker because we're missing Anthony Walker. Um He's the great, and the thing about Isaac D. Walker is just a great tackler, a really good football player. He's a smarter player, so he's always in position. Um, I think that's been a big loss. I, I think he's what limited practice this week, so maybe he's going to play or at least on some kind of staff count. So that I see big. Yeah, you're talking about you're talking about Walker, right? I saw that he was actually listed as limited with a sickness, nothing else. So I thought it I, was the hamstring, but maybe he's okay. The, the only thing I saw today out of the injury report, as far as not practicing, was DTR, uh, Denzel Ward, and Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett worked off to the side. Um, I don't even know about Ward, and then DTR basically was just spectating. I think um, we got a plan on not having Ward. I think Miles sure. will give it a go. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Um, and I just that whole injury thing is weird with Miles. <laughs> Here's the deal. So. Mary, they come out and say no structural damage. And then the very next day, Mary Kay releases a report that says, um, that says he probably has structural damage. Yeah. What does that even mean? Well, doesn't that sound familiar? <laughs> yes. Yes, this shoulder stuff. I was, like, well, I was reading the story and stuff, and I'm like, I thought maybe she had gotten information that we hadn't. She didn't. She's just speculating. She just, okay. she just guessing like, oh, he said he heard he pops. I heard it pops, so he probably has structural damage. Hey, in her defense, that's what I thought too. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know what she, I did. I don't know what she was trying to accomplish by just putting out a purely speculative article about it. Why, why would you do that as a Cleveland Browns reporter? I don't, I don't understand. So I was confused by that. Hopefully, Miles will play. You could tell in the Denver game, he he was not effective. He was playing with one arm, essentially. So, hopefully, he can give it a go. Um, and, uh, but yeah, Josh, before we, we were already getting into this pretty decent. Um, I know you wanted to play a voicemail halfway through. I think we should get to that. Okay, let me grab it here. So, we got a voicemail from Kenny Mack. Maybe, once it loads. Yo, guys, it's Kenny Mack, and man, you can win this game this week. Basically, don't play like last week. And it was a game that would be an emotional letdown after two big wins over the division rivals. I don't think many guys can say that they beat the Steelers and the Ravens and went on to have a great game the following week. But on to this week, man, dominate the line of scrimmage. The guys that are left over, and I've said it week in and week out, bring it to your money, guys. On the offense, it's Posick, it's Teller, and it's Batonio. Run behind them. Anytime the Rams have not won a game, generally the offense, so the Browns, uh, the opposing offense, runs over 100 yards. And it's no secret on the other front, on the other line of scrimmage, 
that D-line's got to step up after last week. And again, every loss that they pretty much had, the Rams that is, they have been held under 100 yards rushing. That's the key of the game. Let's see what they can do. Don't turn the ball over. And for God's sakes, catch the damn ball. Let's go, boys. <laughs> John, so, say, say, John, say what you had to say. Well, oh, John had something real quick. It's a little late now. I just thought it was really oh. funny. I was trying to oh, get boy. Blake's attention, and he just like kept going. <laughs> what were you going to say? I was just going to ask you why you were acting so surprised that Mary Kay Cabot is a terrible reporter. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't have been. That's on me. <laughs> um, so I agree with Kenny. Dominate the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. We can dominate up front to freeze up the linebackers. Hopefully, Miles can do it to go. And hopefully, the offensive line plays well. Gives Joe Flacco some time. Hopefully, we run the ball well. I think the biggest key is just don't turn the ball over. We, we, we've been over this a million times, but just just don't turn it over. And I, I don't care if it's on a trick play because, you know, like um, – if we ask Joe Flacco to run toss, are we going to not be allowed to ask Joe Flacco to run tosses this week because he's a backup quarterback? Like, they're professional football players. Uh, if they're on the team, they can be expected to run the play. And, and so don't turn the ball over. No stupid turnovers. Um, no pre-snap penalties. Stay ahead of the chains uh, and just try to get to 20. Basically, like, make that race. If, if you can make that a race to 20, um, then I think you got a shot. And defensively, I don't think defensively we can come out sluggish like we do some. Like it seems almost every team and during a scripted drive, they just go right down the field on us. And in before our offense even sees the field, which is the weakest part of our team, they're in the hole. And now we're we're counting on this uh offense that's injury riddled to go out and score points. Um and then the defense shuts it down for three point eight five quarters and yeah. it's locked down. But we put ourselves in a hole early with, with a slow first drive. So I'd like to see us avoid the, the sluggish start. I would like to see us avoid giving up the big play. Um, and then on offense, just make it a race to 20. Get to 20. If you can get to 20, then we're supposed to have the best defense in football. And and, uh, and then go from there. And then you you take, you know, take the good with the bad. Um, I did want to talk about the outlook a little bit why do we got like five minutes left or whatever on the season Browns fans like this is a tough ask going into LA I think the Browns can win Kevin's off a loss we don't really lose back-to-back games under Kevin Stefanski very often at all um but I I said I think there's a realistic possibility the Browns could go on a three-game losing streak the Broncos game um to, to uh, this week against the Raiders and then and then the the Jags. I could very well see a three game losing streak, and the sky will be falling in Cleveland, and everybody will be losing their mind because we'll be seven and seven. But guys, just get to ten wins. Get to ten wins, and I know like if if we get to ten wins, it's not a guarantee to be in. But I think I saw if you get to ten wins, it's like eighty six percent chance you're in the playoffs. So you got the Bears, you got the Jets, and I know the supposedly Aaron Rodgers is going to try to come back. He's not coming back. He is not coming back. Um, his one, he says it depends on his health and if they're in the playoff hunt. They're not going to be in the playoff hunt. They're four and um, seven. Yeah. And then two, he's not got, he doesn't have a death wish. <laughs> Who would come back and play under limited mobility against the Browns? That makes zero. He's not going to do it. On a quickly healed Achilles tear. 
yeah, Kyler Murray could have came back uh, against us too. He would have needed a week. There's a reason for that. Um, and then you got the Bengals who cannot sniff a win without Joe Burrow. I think Zach Taylor has four wins in his career without Joe Burrow. So uh, those, to me, if you want to be a playoff team, you bank on those three wins and you try to steal one of these next ones. And if you can, it's icing on that cake. Um, so the soccer, t- if, if we lose in this game, like the sky's not falling. I'm not trying to steal it, set us up, but expect failure. I'm just saying, let's try to remain level-headed. I still think we can come out and win this game, but the season's still very much alive. It's keeping a big picture perspective here. Um, and if if you make, if you get to ten wins this year, and this is gonna maybe this will be a hot take, and people will call me soft for this, but if you get to ten wins this year and you don't make the playoffs, it sucks, and and I'll be frustrated that we won ten games and didn't make the playoffs. But at the end of the day, also if you win ten games, missing. 40% of your starting roster on offense, it's the two most, it, the four most important positions, quarterback, running back, and your two tackles. Like, you got to, and you just chop that up. It's kind of like, well, that's shit luck. You know, like, we, we still went out and took care of business and won 10 games. And we can't help with that the AFC is a gauntlet. There's people in the NFC who might make you with eight guy wins. Like, um, so I don't want that to happen. And I'll be disappointed. I'll be upset if, if it does. But, like there's a whole season out there, so let's let's try to go and take care of business. And let's just let's just be behind these guys because I kind of, I sent it into my text. We're asking a, a team to overcome things that teams don't overcome. Like everybody, yes, every team gets injuries throughout the year. Okay, those teams don't make playoff pushes most of the time. And if they do, it wasn't it wasn't to their quarterback. Every time somebody says we should still be putting up big points right now, I say go find the team that has to play with their backup that's scoring consistently. You can't find one. There isn't one. Al Shanahan doesn't do it. Uh, Mike McDaniel's never won a game without Tua. Zach Taylor has four wings in his life. But man, Josh Dobbs is tearing it up. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, there's there's just no. It doesn't happen. Teams don't go win with their backup quarterbacks. And then they definitely don't go win if they're playing with their backup quarterback, backup running back, and two backup tackles. Right. So um, the fact that we're even in this position still right now, like this team showed a lot of grit and a lot of fight. Like they've overcome a lot of adversity already. So let's just be behind these guys because they're, I feel like they're making Cleveland very proud right now. You want to mention the text that you got the other day? Do you have it up? Right? I didn't mean, believe this, but so everybody's giving Kevin Stefanski crap on uh, online, saying he should be fired. Somebody on Facebook said he's not a good leader and all this stuff. So I just reached out to the Browns player, said, "Hey, I won't tell anybody the name, your name, just in case you know this is going to be negative." But uh, can you just give me what's the vibe on Kevin in the locker room? Like, what do you guys think about Kevin? Um, because online, everybody hates him. So what, what are you guys in the locker room today? And he texts me back and says, uh, paraphrasing, because I'm, I'm using my phone. I've got it pulled up if you want me to read it. Yeah, go ahead. says, oh, yeah, we believe in coach. Amazing man and amazing coach. We trust him and have faith and know he will do what it takes to win. And if you and if you don't think that this locker room is not bought in, you just don't watch the football. You just don't watch. And you're and, you know, essentially, you're, you're just a hater. And you just do it for attention on the internet because there's no way if this team didn't have not bought in we would have two wins yeah we, you, you know what i mean we would have do you realize that the rams are only the third team we will play this year that don't have a 500 record that's why we have man. seven wins missing 
38, 40% of our starting offense. We played the Ravens, the 49ers, the Steelers, all with backup quarterbacks, the Broncos. Broncos are on a five-game win streak. The Colts, they're in the playoffs right now. Yeah. We've played all these teams with backup quarterback and backup running back. So if if they didn't buy in, we, we wouldn't be in this position. So um, the locker room's in a good place. The Browns are in a good place. The organization, for the first time in our lives, is in a good place. Some people like to... to I know the Browns, but there's finally stability in the in the front office, in everything, in the coaching. So Browns are in a good place. I think we can go into to LA and make it interesting. Let's steal one. Because in me, in my opinion, this Rams game, this uh the Jans game or the Texans game, that's icing. The I the, the cake of our season is the Bears, the Jets, and the Bengals. That any anything we can get between outside of those three games is just icing on the cake. Um so let's just go in. Let's make it ugly and see if we can steal one on the road and and uh, get to eight and four. And I think the Browns can do it. Yeah, I think so too. I just wanted to address super chat from Andrew Jackson. This is like an inside joke from Discord in the the dog pack. But uh, he says, "Do we start this game on the ledge?" Ha 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 ha. No, of course not, Andrew. Never start <laughs> the game on the ledge, but I will. I will address it real quick. Air Butler says the Ravens make playoffs with many injuries and with a backup QB. Lamar missed a bunch of games three years ago and you finished fourth in the division. Shut up. Like, I don't care if I don't care if Lamar got to play 13 of your games and then went out at the end and then you said you made the playoffs with the backup. No, you had you had 10 wins by then by the time you got hurt, whatever it was. Uh the year he missed substantial time, you finished fourth. So, uh, yeah, whatever. Um, and, and like, yeah, most teams don't win with backup quarterbacks. Almost no teams. I've, I've been over this a million times. And sometimes I just think Browns fans, they don't watch any other football game in the entire league. They only watch the Browns. And, and they think that the NFL is high school. Like, you not only do you have to win, you have to, you have to win it convincingly. Uh, it has to be perfect. Like if you ask any Browns fan, Kevin, Kevin is the reason we've lost every game. So you think we should be undefeated? Buddy, that does. How many undefeated teams have there been uh, in the last fifty years in the NFL? Dude, but, reminds me of one real one. One, one comment yeah. we did get on socials: a guy said, "I forget what game it was. We like barely won. Might have been the Ravens game." He said, "Oh yeah, it was. It was a close win. It's not really going to help us in the rankings, though." I'm like. This isn't Saturday. This is Sunday. These aren't style points. We just yeah. you just win games. That's it. As Browns yeah. fans, we shouldn't care what the national media or ESPN or anybody says about our team. The only people that should care about this team is Cleveland fans and then the players in that locker room. That's Amen. it. Amen. Cleveland against the world. Uh, listen, I'm no Freddie Kitchens fan, but he has one of the greatest quotes. If you know where Browning North is, you don't matter. <laughs> that and that's that's the only good thing he's ever said. We're yeah, out of this franchise. And he didn't wear brown and orange one year after that. <laughs> he stopped wearing orange and brown very quickly. Uh, but, uh, all right, well, we'll wrap this thing up. We like to keep these uh, previews short. Thank you guys for being here with us on a Thursday night. We appreciate you guys joining us. The chat's awesome per usual. Uh, we appreciate all the support you guys give this show. Uh, if you guys like the t-shirt Josh is wearing, make sure you guys check that out. Get yourself one. Uh, they're pretty cheap and they're pretty comfortable. My personal design, so I'm partial to it. Uh, if you want to, good idea. The dog crack. 
join the dogs.com. Become a dog back member. Uh, if you want to leave your voicemails on the show, the dogs podcast.com tap leave voicemail and find us on all the socials and please like and subscribe, all that good stuff. Again, we appreciate you guys being here. Also, big shout out before we get out of here. Uh, it's the last day of November and th- not just because of us, but a lot of your help. We helped Kenny Mack get his goal for his November campaign. So thank you, Browns fans, for helping Kenny Mack out. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, I think it's just we've had it now a couple years in a row. So big shout out to the Browns fans for helping out Kenny Mack. Thank you guys for supporting the show. And we will see you guys hopefully for a Victory Monday next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at thedogspodcast.com.